Welcome to the Happy Nervous System Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Delahook. What we know about mental health is rapidly changing, and I help you stay up to date on the major paradigm shifts from dating to love to parenting. Get ready to learn about your body, regulate your nervous system, and improve your life and relationships with ease. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to the Happy Nervous System Podcast. This is Kendra Delahook. Very glad you're here. So today we're getting into the topic of selfishness and why it's essential to make yourself a priority. This podcast is brought to you by Roya, an online platform with courses to help you optimize your mental health by understanding your body and nervous system. Check out royalwellness.com for resources and for more information about this episode. That's R-O-Y-A wellness.com. Okay, let's jump in. The idea and the concept of selfishness comes up in my private practice pretty often um, because there's a lot of shame and guilt tied to the act or the belief that one is selfish. And I looked up the definition of the word selfish because obviously when you put yourself first in a way that disregards others or causes harm to others, clearly that is a negative thing and it's not healthy or good for anyone. But I think we misunderstand this idea of being selfish and really choosing to consider yourself over others. The definition says a person, action, or motive lacking consideration for others. Now, when I first read this, it it seemed like a negative thing. But the more that I thought about it, the more that I absorbed it, especially women, I really think we can get stuck in this pattern of considering others, others' feelings, others' behaviors, others' well-being over ourselves. And so learning to to take time to consider yourself first or just consider yourself for a moment over others, I think is incredibly healthy and incredibly important. So we'll unpack this word a little bit more and I'll talk about um, some of the signs actually that shows why prioritizing yourself and choosing to spend time bettering yourself and focusing on yourself is not only beneficial for your own mental health, but also those around you. So this episode is really important, but I am um, speaking to parents. And if you're a parent, please have so much grace and compassion for yourself as you listen to this, because you'll most likely catch your blind spots. And we all have blind spots when, um, with how we show up and really treat others. Okay, so I want to share a little bit about why this topic came up for me. The other day, I was just looking at my finances and generosity and giving and, and donating is a big part of my business and also just a personal value of mine. And it really hit me that I am able to be most generous and I feel most free and joyful in giving 
when I have a, a savings that is cushioned and when things are going well financially, when my financial health is in shape, I naturally have this desire and this freedom and this joy to give. And this 100% translates to our mental health and our emotional health. So our financial health is like our emotional health of our body. And when our emotional health is, you know, it's not there, it's lacking, maybe we don't have an emotional savings account, we're running on fumes, we're super stressed, we don't joyfully and freely give to others. We give from a place of maybe fear, anxiety, stress, pushing. I also just want to say a disclaimer. Obviously, we all know rich people who are not generous, so this does not apply to everyone, and I'm not trying to get into a philosophical debate around generosity and and who gives. I'm just speaking in general for, for most people. I'd like to think that this applies. So we'll get into more uh, practical concepts of this, but I I just want you to think about how giving from an empty tank as a person can actually backfire and can actually do more harm than good to yourself, but also to those around you and especially kids. I think this message, um, it's important. It's important. And kids feel energy in a very special way. Adults do too, but you can't fake with kids. So let's talk about giving financially when you're broke. Um, maybe if you have spending habits that aren't healthy or you're just not aware of your spending and you don't even look at your finances and you're just constantly using credit cards and not really taking care of the back end of your savings and managing your money. So This can obviously do damage because you can be spending and neglecting your responsibilities financially. So paying your bills, making sure the things that matter the most are taken care of. So our bodies operate in a similar way. We have necessities we have to take care of first before we can spend on other things. But we forget this, I think, because society really glorifies stress and burning on fumes and sacrifice. And I really think that this can be a dangerous message because, again, we cannot joyfully and freely give when we are low. And so what does this look like in our nervous system? When our nervous system is detecting threat, we are stressed, maybe we're physically exhausted on an energy level, possibly we're just running on fumes, there's just too much going on, and we still choose to put others first. This is what it looks like um, when you're giving from a place of stress, of burnout, of fear, of a low emotional savings account. And when you do this, giving from a place of anxiety, fear, or exhaustion, not only can these emotions energetically be passed to the loved ones around you, even though you are giving to them, they can feel your energy. So not only can you pass along this negative energy, we all know that burnout and stress and exhaustion can leave you physically sick or can lead to chronic pain. 
or it can lead even to panic disorders. And honestly, I've seen a few clients and parents of mine eventually leading to mental breaks just because they have neglected their own emotional health for so long. And looping back to parents, I think it's tricky because you have a biological drive to take care of your children. And obviously this includes self-sacrifice and making sure your children are okay first and foremost and safe and protected and that their needs are taken care of. But when this is coming from a place of stress and burnout and this idea of self-sacrifice, the kids can feel that. So you can't hide your stress level with kids. So regardless of the food on the table, if the house is clean, the toys are put away, children will know how you are doing as a parent and they will feel it. They won't be able to put words to it. And sometimes this is tricky to even identify as kids. And I I work with a lot of adults actually who process kind of the attachment trauma that happened from growing up with chronically stressed or anxious parents. On the flip side, children feel the safety of their parents, the safety and regulation of others, even when the house is a mess and things are not perfect and maybe just life is chaotic around them. So this is why it's so, so important to prioritize quote, in quotes, selfishness or putting yourself first and making sure your emotional bank account is fat and taken care of because children will know and loved ones around you. I want you to think about how this applies in your relationships. This could be intimate relationships or family relationships, but think about when you are just not doing well your emotional bank account is is running low, you're stressed, you're tired. Giving can feel like a chore. Your partner may probably will pick up on it that what you're doing isn't genuine. And even if you are giving from this place of, of stress and exhaustion, it probably won't last. And this is especially when we give with an expectation to receive. So this really, this concept of building your emotional account and being selfish and taking care of yourself, it applies to all relationships in your life, but especially the ones with your loved ones. So your children, your partner, even siblings and parents. Another beautiful thing about doing this work and putting yourself first and choosing to consider yourself over the needs of others at times, you actually lead by example to your loved ones. So every time we choose self-care, we choose to work on our own mental health and just well-being. Not only will that positively affect everyone around you, you also are helping others subconsciously see what is beneficial for everyone. So you're modeling this really healthy way of being in relationship and showing up in the world. So it's a triple win. And I've worked with many parents 
and people without children who have decided to dedicate time to themselves and really focus on what builds their bank account. And they have truly seen benefits across the board in their relationships. So this is a big topic. And again, I say this often, but I get very excited about sharing why this is so, so important. And just going back to that example briefly, when you are in a place of feeling safe, of rested, of healthy emotionally, being kind to your partner and your kids, it can feel like second nature. It just feels natural to give. And again, this goes back to finances. It just feels safe to give. And that is the goal. And we cannot do that when we're running on fumes. So to wrap up, financial health leads to generosity for the most part. Again, don't fight me on that. I know that there's people where this does not apply, but emotions work in a similar way. Emotional health comes from choosing to be selfish and making yourself a priority. Not all the time. A little bit goes a long way, but it's choosing to consider yourself over others. All right, so some food for thought. Um, How can you build more emotional wealth? How can you choose to consider yourself over others, even if it's for 10 minutes a day? I want you to think about the areas in your life where you may be going into debt emotionally when giving to others. Also, Be kind with yourself and just notice what emotions come up when you think about prioritizing yourself and building up your body's bank account. There might be feelings of guilt, of shame, maybe even of fear, especially if you've never really prioritized yourself before or if no one ever modeled this for you. So this might be a good time to work with a professional or just spend some time with a loved one if some negative emotions come up. And just be curious and explore this idea of putting yourself first. I hope this gave you some ideas and um, just some food for thought. I would love to hear how this episode impacted you. Follow us at Roya.Wellness on Instagram. We also um, have YouTube videos of all the interviews on this podcast, which is really exciting. But thank you so much for being here, for listening, and I will see you next week.